What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brian McEldry, a holistic life coach, business mentor, speaker, and author. And on this podcast, we deliver exciting episodes, not only from myself and other influential guests that we decide to bring onto the platform, but also we want to make sure that you are involved in this process as well. So we consider this a family. Welcome into the fold of this is your first time listening. And on this podcast, we deliver you those episodes to evolve you into the best version of yourself through health, business, and personal development. So if that sounds great to you, I would love for you to go ahead and subscribe. Uh, If you want to pause it for the cause, as I like to say, and just go ahead and hit subscribe. Uh, And maybe you can come back afterwards and leave a rating and review. If you have not done so already, if you are a continuous listener and supporter of the podcast, please go ahead and leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes. That would be greatly appreciated. Give us a a, a five-star rating if you enjoyed enjoyed it. We would love to hear from you. Uh, You can email us down below all of our social platforms, other goodies, uh, things of that sort. Uh, If you're interested in anything that I do personally through coaching, mentoring courses, anything of that sort, uh, you can look down the show notes afterwards and everything will be down there. If you can't reach it, just email me and uh, I'll be glad to direct you in the right way. So that being said, welcome on to this episode. Thank you so much for just taking time out of your day. You could have been doing anything else, but you said, hey, Brian, I'm going to listen in to what you have to say today. Hopefully it's good because I'm not having a great day, right? We we come on to these platforms and I'm just going to start right here. I, I'm feeling pretty good today. Um, hopefully you are as well. I, if, at the time you're listening to this uh, and the time I'm recording this, I just got a haircut. So I don't know about you, but sometimes some self-care Whether you get your nails done, ladies and my men, whether you get a massage, whether you get your hair cut, whether you just take a walk or read, whatever it is, it just frees your mind that you have this feeling of like, wow, I'm having an amazing day, right? And and it's crazy how our mind works in that manner. And that goes into our topic for today, which is what makes a life a good life? Like what in the world makes a day a good day? What makes a week a good week? All these things that we, uh, you know, are constantly on this uh, ebb and flow of our days and weeks and months and years. We, We had a decent year. We had a bad year. We had a good year. We had a great week. We didn't have such a good week. It's this ebb and flow. And we will see, and I talked about this on my last episode. And if you've not heard that, go and listen to any previous episodes if you have not uh, thus far and, and, and keep up to, to speed if you can. And, and there's plenty of them. Uh, we're approaching our 100th episode. So I'm so grateful for that. But um, there's this ebb and flow uh, of days and weeks and months and years and, and just time in the day that we we wonder why we're on this constant, right? Why why our lives are are just average and mediocre and, and and just keep going the same direction. It doesn't seem like it's going on this exponential curve. It doesn't seem like it we're on this growth path. It, we look at our lives and if you you drew a line, right? And I want you to visualize this and you can actually practice this. You can draw a timeline of your life and at a certain point 
you will see that the exponential growth gets very linear. It, it starts to cap off and, and go in a horizontal path. And we wonder why that is. And there's many ways as to why that is. But the simple way is that we continuously stop asking ourselves the tough, hard questions. We stop learning. We stop growing. We think we know everything. We think we have the answers. We are the experts of all opinions of other people's opinions. Am I right or am I right? How many times have you heard somebody comment on something and you're like, what do you know about that? You got your own problems. Or how many, if you point the finger back at you, look at your life and you start to question what certain people are doing, but you have not been where they are. We do it all the time and we think we have reached a pinnacle of knowing everything and knowing all. There's only one higher power that knows all and you know who that is. If you're a believer, if you're not, hopefully you believe in something, but there is a higher power over your life that only knows that. So I challenge each and every one of us that if we want to stop that cap on our lives, if we want to make uh, our lives as great and as magnificent as possible, we have to get on this train of continuously growing. So we're going to do that today on this episode. I'm going to give you some context. I love to give historical context. I love to dive deep uh, into the, the, the really the why of what we do on a daily basis. Our daily practices are so important. So listen up. If you're driving, that's amazing. Be safe. If you are uh, in a quiet place or you're listening, you're doing something, you're in this uh, alive time or dead time, um, as the Stoics would say, and that's a quick hint into what we're about to go into. There's a live and dead time, and that's quoted by Robert Greene. Okay, so what are we doing in this dead time. And right now you are doing something very productive. You're listening to this platform. You're listening to this podcast. So I want to give you as much value as possible to make sure you are capturing this dead time and turning it into a live time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some quick context and I'm going to, again, repeat that question. What in the world makes a good life good? What in the world makes a life a good life? And this art, um, it, it, and this question really comes from this philosophical practice of stoicism. If you have not heard of it, I guarantee you that it will make a lot of sense uh, because it did for me really over the past year or two years where I really started asking myself deeper questions as to why things the way they are are the way they are when they really do not have to be that way. How in the world are some people living to their full potential and others are stuck when we have been given a certain life? Yes, we might have had different starting points in life, but that is it could be an advantage or it could be a disadvantage. We've heard many a stories of amazing individuals that have been fueled by disadvantages, right? And some of us have had amazing upbringings and lively and, and blessings upon our lives. And we have just said, eh, I'm okay, right? And we, we aren't happy. We, we feel like we have done a disservice to our lives. We have done a disservice to our families. We have done a disservice to the time that we have been blessed with each and every day on this earth. So this art of stoicism, it, it can be defined simply as how to endure pain and hardship 
as the best as possible as you can without kind of embarking or or really um feeding into our our emotions right you've heard this word being stoic or the concept of being stoic maybe even know a person you've joked about it oh they're just very stoic right it comes from the masculine energy typically because men can be stoic women can be stoic and typically you reference that person by them hiding their emotions right that person is very stern they're straight faced they don't show emotion they're very serious right um, and we've put it in this negative context, but I want to re- flip the script and I want us to really understand this concept from, and, and please stay with me here. If you're like, Brian, I'm not psychologically driven. I don't know philosophy. I, I don't like history. I just want you to give us the gems. I'm going to get there. But again, I practice what I preach. Once you understand the basis and you have a firm foundation, then it will never leave you. Right. If you listen to this podcast and you go back and and like, wow, and you use this 10 years down the road, this is why I do this. Okay, and hopefully you do it for your life as well. So uh, stoicism, I'm going to quickly explain it, but you can really go and look it up. Um, It's an ancient Hellenistic philosophy founded in Athens by Zeno of Sidium and it was in 300 BCE. And during this time, you might be familiar with uh, ancient Stoics such as uh, Socrates and other cynics, Epicureans, skeptics, all these individuals during this time in ancient Greece and uh, really some historic philosophers that practiced this were uh, Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and even more of, uh, you know, recent Stoics, uh, Ryan Holiday, Ego is the Enemy, um, Robert Greene as well. Um, and, and I mean, Ego is the Enemy is, is for those who don't, do not know, if you do, you're probably thinking, why are you explaining this, Brian? I know what that is, but it's a book written by Ryan Holiday. Ego is the Enemy, Stillness is the Key. And um, he has so many other books, Living uh, Daily as a Stoic, uh, and his most recent book, Stillness is the Key. I'm sorry, I just mentioned that. And Obstacle is the Way. So go read those, go look those up. Um, there's and he has an amazing blog as well. It's called The Daily Stoic. So go support him. But another ancient, um, more recent, modern day, in my opinion, modern day, uh, Stoic would be on the line, lines of uh, Nelson Mandela. So Essentially, each and every one of these individuals that I'm talking about that are practicing these things in a way that they should be practiced, stoicism, this philosophy of how to endure hardship, pain. There are individuals on a daily basis that are practicing this, right? You're probably practicing this and you didn't even know what it was called, right? Why do you think that Nelson Mandela and other prisoners and people that captured time very well, um, individuals that are, quote unquote, it seems like they're stuck, can can be in this very quiet moment and gather all their thoughts and, and feel like Martin Luther King, right? He was in the practice of stoicism when he was writing letters in the Birmingham jail. Like these time periods when great work was done in the most... <laughs> indescribable conditions where you thought that person would give up, right? And we think that every day is the worst day ever, 
We believe that our lives, for many of us listening, you have a phone, you have a device, you have a computer, you have a TV that you're listening to this on, you have a car that you're listening to this in, and you still think your life is is awful, right? You're like, today is awful. My life is is crap. Like, we don't stop for a second and realize that we do have it well, more well off than others. And because you are able to listen to this philosophy, you are at an added benefit to listen to this podcast to even gain more insight into this practice that maybe you can gain more understanding of what you were actually doing on a daily basis. The Stoics practice journaling. They practice meditations. They practice the art of communication, asking deeper questions as to why that is, why can I, why do I have this negative thought and how can I turn that negative thought into a positive one? Or really, how can I understand why it is negative to turn it into some type of actionable win for my life and how to actually view that negative as an opportunity versus a negative, right? I hate the question and I don't use hate a lot, but I, I dislike, you can actually reverse and flip the script and asking this question a different way. You know, the the interview question, well, what are your weaknesses? Well, where are your areas of opportunities, right? So once we view this differently, we can see that everything that we do, every thought that we have, every person that we interact with, every decision that we make is a choice of ours. And we have to understand why we're making that choice. Is it because it's influenced? Is it because we actually want it? Is it because we are pleasing? Is it because we are doing it for another individual, parents, um, whatever it might be for you? So this practice, um, and and I'm going to get to and I'm leading into, well, Brian, how in the world do I answer the question that you put on the title of this? How do I make a good life a good life? There are four virtues that come with stoicism, four virtues, wisdom, justice, courage, moderation. Okay, some of you are with me right now because you can resonate with those. I'm like, okay, Brian, I know what wisdom is. I I felt like wisdom is more so uh, I need to get up and age and then I'll have wisdom, right? Justice, okay, we need a lot of that right now. What, how does that, how does that um, make an imprint to my life right now? Courage, okay, I need some more of that because I haven't been taking any leaps and bounds or anything during this time. Moderation, okay, yeah, I've been consuming a lot. I haven't really been doing much. Um, I've been eating a lot. I've been, uh, yeah, I've just been, I haven't been very moderate on anything. So, uh, all these (laughs) things that we do, we can, we can break it down into a very simple concept, philosophy, thought process, framework, framework, um, anything that we make, I think the biggest, um, challenge that we have in a, in our modern day is that we make our daily activities more complicated than they need to be. We make our thoughts more complicated. We make our lives more complicated than they need to be. Let me put this in more of a um, practical example for you. You go to, I know for me, I think I've used this example before, but just say you go to a Chipotle, right? You go to a Chipotle, 
And then you go to uh, a high-end Tex-Mex restaurant. Yes, price is going to be different, right? But you go into Chipotle and you probably know exactly the bowl you're going to get. Or if you want something different in that bowl, you're like, well, I only have these options and it's very simplistic, but it's good, right? And Chipotle's stock is through the roof. Now they had an outbreak, all these different things. Maybe you don't even like Chipotle, whatever it might be. You get what I'm saying here. You go to a Tex-Mex restaurant, it has five different flip folders of a uh, menu. And if you're around the country, around the world, okay, I'm in Texas. Uh, I haven't really found too much of a, a authentic me- Mexican restaurant or, <laughs> um, yeah, I've just been making tacos and stuff at home because I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying for this stuff here. Now, I've been, I've had some good uh, Mexican food, so um I know what that tastes like, some authentic stuff, but it, it, it's it's wild what that does to our mind when we have more choices, when we have more thoughts, when we uh, make things complex and we wonder why we're stuck, right? So I'm going to go over these four virtues, but then I'm going to give you some tangible things of what you can do to begin uh, making your life a little bit better. Right. This is not going to be from zero to 100 real quick. This is not going to be going from listening to this podcast to, you know, having a magnificent day tomorrow. Maybe you might. Who knows? But what about the next day and the next day and the next day? Right. Because what I tell you at the beginning, I said that our life and our days and our moments go through ebbs and flows, but it's what you do with those those moments that are not the best. It's about the misses in life. It's about the opportunities that you aren't seeing as opportunities that you are letting overtake you. So the Stoics had these four virtues that they practice and wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Now, what's key in that definition is experience. Right. There are people that tell me, hey, Brian, you're wise for your age. You're wise um, over these last four years of entrepreneurship. You seem like a different person. Right. You've met somebody that's very wise. It might be very young because they've had very deep and harsh um, experiences versus you might find someone in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. that really haven't experienced much or they haven't challenged themselves to get and place themselves in experiences that would have them to be more wise. Okay, justice, the quality of being just, impartial, fair, conformity to truth, fact or reason. So how can we be the best versions of ourselves every single day and essentially do the right thing? Now, I don't necessarily like the word fair. Um, Life isn't fair, quote unquote, but there is facts and there is reason and then there's truth in our lives in each and every one of our days, then we can find To say that I did what I set out to do today. I did the right thing based on my morals, values, and belief system. I made an impact. I did something right today. Maybe it didn't feel as good because it didn't benefit me, but I did the right thing. I don't think enough of us do that because we're in this consumption mode. We're in this everything needs to be my way or the highway. If I don't get my way, it's not right. 
It's not just. It's not fair. Courage. The mental or moral strength to venture, to persevere, to withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Again, the, the art of this philosophy is essentially how to endure hardship, pain. Capture your emotions and make the best out of that opportunity. This out of all the years that you've been alive. And maybe you've had rougher experiences than this. Many people are saying this year is, oh, I was prepared for this. But some, this might be your first harsh experience of reality. This might be your first challenge of you to say, I don't even know who I am. I don't know what to do in this situation. We have type A people that have been planning for years, decades, centuries. Well, not centuries, because hopefully, I mean, we have, we have, we, we might have somebody 100 years old listening to this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta capture everybody on here. <laughs> But um, I think that, you know, it's so important that we, we, we reverse our way of thinking into the difficulties, to the fears, to the danger that we we place to say that, well, is this true danger? Why am I scared? See, the Stoics would say that it's OK to be afraid. But you cannot walk on a tightrope and be scared. It's OK well, let me reverse that. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It's okay to be scared, but you cannot be afraid. It's okay to wake up like, oh my gosh, this, this doesn't feel good. But you can't be afraid walking across this tightrope of life. You've got to move forward. You can see the tightrope being from the time you, you, you go to sleep to the time you have the blessing to wake up the next day. That's the tightrope to say, well, I've got to get through this next day. Right. I, I can't stay asleep because I'm alive. I've got to get up. So, yes, I am scared, but I cannot be afraid to take leaps and bounds and to move one foot in front of the other and do what I need to do each and every day. Moderation, the fourth virtue. So we've got wisdom, justice, courage, moderation. A lot of us have been consuming a lot of things over our lifetime. I just re recently did a podcast interview as a guest on one of my fellow pharmacists podcast. She's also an entrepreneur as well. Dr. Jessica Louie, I think I, well, I don't think, I don't think I will link the, the podcast episode down below if you want to listen to it. But her podcast is based and her whole philosophy is based on burnout and her podcast is called the Burnout Doctor Podcast. And we share a lot of the same morals and values around simplicity, around um, really clarity of life and decluttering our lives. And, uh, you know, I, I think for a lot of us listening, we, we consume so much. I'm just not talking about things, but I'm talking about other people's thoughts. We, we wake up every day and some of us immediately open our phones and we consume others' thoughts and their ideas before we even think about what ours are for the day. Some people have this, you know, urge to consume this life that they feel like they should be living, but it's it's like a dream. You can call it a vacation, right? 
You go on these vacations, you feel amazing. You, you get this time off, you're laying on the beach and you're like, wow, I got to go back to my life. Why couldn't that be your life? See, I don't think we ask ourselves these questions of what the possibility is because we're overwhelmed. It's too difficult. There's no way that's possible. You know, I'm just, it is what it is. I just got to do what I got to do, right? That's just the way it's been. But I always say, and maybe you do this, is that if someone else is able to do it, why not you? Well, I wasn't born like them. I didn't get the same opportunities as them. I don't I don't have what they have. They were blessed and I'm not. You see these thoughts that we make up in our minds before we even think about a process, an actionable step that we can take, how we can get one step closer to our goals. And this moderation is really this idea around the Stoics that all I need is me. And once I'm comfortable with me, I can begin adding things and people and ideas into my life that are actually moving the needle forward. So moderation can be defined as avoiding extremes of behavior, expression, observing reasonable limits on things, budgets. If you want to talk about finances, if you want to talk, now I'm talking very transparent here. Each and every one of these things I'm telling you guys, I've been where some of you are right now. I'm not a perfect puzzle put together. I'm still picking apart pieces, trying to figure out, well, how can I manifest the life that I want? Right. There's some of you that are listening, that have been listening to my podcast for a good amount of time. And you've been wanting to start a podcast. I challenge you to do so. I actually have a podcast launch pad course that'll show you in seven days how you can launch your own podcast. I'm almost at my 100th episode and I remember starting my first. I'm like, why did I put this off so long? There are some of you that have been wanting to start businesses and you're so cluttered with your mind. There's some of you that have been wanting to leave relationships and jobs and transition careers and, and do all these different things in your life. But for some reason, you keep showing up and I'm grateful for you listening to my podcast and maybe you listen to other podcasts and you're like, man, this is great. I'm having an amazing day. The next thing you know, you're having a down day and then you're looking for that jolt. You're looking for that stimuli. You're looking for that shot of dopamine to say that I need more motivation. I need more people talking to me. I need to find where the answers are. But you're never doing anything. The 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 actionable step and I, I I'm going to be describing this more in detail in my mastermind to come. If you're listening to this in the future, it, it is probably all it's probably already launched or or open for enrollment or we are in the middle of it, wherever it is. I, 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 this is a project I've been working on. It's called the Alchemy Mastermind. I'm, I'm mentioning that because I really want to save this for that. Um, and, and I might bring it into this platform a little bit later, but I think it's revolutionary uh, and it's nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun, but you know, I think a lot of people, you know, it's not taught as to how you can make a life a good life. It's not really taught what that even is or what that means, because we are thrown into this uh, framework of other people's viewpoints on what makes a life good. When you were born, 
if you're a millennial or older that are listening to this episode, if you are a teenager and you're listening, it does not matter, but you're some way conformed to you go to school, you get the degrees, you get the job, you pay the bills, you pay your taxes, you, you, you get the car, you get the house, you eventually get married, you travel a little bit, and then, you know, you pass away, right? Or you just simply wait for your time to come because, hey, your time could end at any point, right? We see that and we've seen that this year. So I, I think that what makes a good life a good life? You first got to ask yourself this question, what do you want? The second question you have to ask yourself is what in the world is in the way of that? What are the obstacles? What's the obstacle in the way? Number three, what in the world can I do right now? After I leave this podcast, what can I do to begin starting that journey of making a good life a good life? Can I begin journaling? Can I begin assessing my life like I assess everything else in my in my, my sphere? The, the amount of energy that I give to my job, why don't I do that to my personal life and my mindset and my mental capacity? Why don't I give the energy to my partner that I give to my job? Why don't I give the energy to my kids that I'm giving to you know, other people? Whatever it might be, we, we choose where we distribute our energies. I don't think we evaluate that enough. So hopefully this episode helped you in some way. Please visit the show notes down below. If you have any questions about this, uh, please, I would love to have a conversation with you. If you are familiar with stoicism, let me know as well around these questions and really dive into these virtues of wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation. And hopefully it will help you in manifesting the life of your dreams. I love each and every one of you. And all of my stuff will be down in the show notes. If you have any questions, please let me know. But I will see each and every one of you in the next episode. So...